good evening. How's everybody doing this evening? Awesome, awesome. What an incredible tradition we have here at Concord that we can share together on Christmas Eve. Now, uh, what's the longest you've waited for something? Imagine, I bet this week you waited in line at your favorite store. Or maybe you waited to be seated at your favorite restaurant. This week has been busy all around us. But the longest I've waited for something was 364 days. I got to be honest, Christmas is my favorite time of year. And for 364 days, I think about the joy that we get to experience during the Christmas season. The joy of, of the kids opening their gifts on, on a Christmas morning. I also think about the gifts that we get to share with our family and friends and those in the community. Now, I've got to be honest as well. I love receiving gifts also. Now, imagine waiting 700 years for the day to arrive, for something special to happen. That's what happened here on this Chris, in the Christmas story. You see, what was just shared out of Isaiah 9, the prophet declared 700 years before Christ was born. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The angels and the heavenly host are now in the Christmas story. And in Luke chapter 2, they proclaim this, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. For 700 years, that had been bottled up, and they had been practicing now, I bet the shepherds were blown away when they proclaimed that. But you think about that proclamation, the joy that's built into it, the gift that is given, and the gift that is received. The first thing, we see the joy. When they sang glory to God in the highest, they were worshiping the God Almighty. Now, we sing the song in Excelsis Deo, and we worship God as we do that. But we have to understand that God was willing to deal with men upon new terms to extend his grace to a world in turmoil. All the glory is his because God extended his love toward the world as well by giving his son. First John 4 reminds us of this. This is how God showed us his love toward us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. So the miracle in the manger was the fact that the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes was fully God and fully human. God was now with humanity. You see, Jesus himself would declare in the Gospels, if you had known me, you would have known my father. From now on, you know him and you have seen him. Jesus was the perfect representation. He was part of who the Father was, fully God and fully human. So we see the joy expressed through what God did for us. But the heavenly host went on and declared, and on earth, peace. This peace was the gift given to us. Now listen, what the Father offered through his Son was peace, and it was the ultimate peace for mankind. Jesus brings peace to our circumstances. He brings the peace that passes all understanding. And in our biggest trials, in our biggest struggles, we can have peace. 
But there's the gift of peace brought for us by the fact that Jesus can fill the emptiness in our heart. That is the ultimate peace. That is the ultimate gift of salvation. John 3.16 reminds us of this gift. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus was not only a baby in the manger, but he was a child that would grow in wisdom and stature. Jesus would face temptation, yet remain sinless. Jesus would call and equip the first disciples. He would teach and preach and perform miracles all throughout the region. Jesus would die on the cross, be buried, and in three days be resurrected. And today, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. And because of this, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we can experience the peace from a personal relationship with Him. Romans 5.1 reminds us this, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have joy, we have the gift, and then the angels proclaim this, goodwill toward men. Spurgeon said, if you say, Lord, how shall I know that you have this goodwill toward me? He would point yonder to the manger and say, sinner, if I had not a goodwill toward you, I would not have parted with my son. God prepared a way for us to have an ultimate relationship with him and that was through his son Jesus. His goodwill is extended and the gift is offered and all we have to do is accept the gift. Now the joy of Christmas, the giving of the gift and the receiving of a gift is wrapped up in this proclamation. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Now when I was 12 years old, the gift was given to me, the gift of salvation as I became a follower of Christ and asked him to fill the hole in my heart. Now I'd love to share a story real quick about a, a, a recent interaction between two people. Michelle had been ministered to by a faithful person from Concord who had been ministering to her for a couple of years and, and challenged her to go on concordgo.com and look at some sermons. And as she went on and looked at those sermons, she began to ask questions, set up an appointment, and actually came in. And we got to share the gospel with her. We got to share how she could have the peace of Jesus and how it would fill the holes in her heart. And she accepted the Lord on that day. A couple of weeks later, she visits us at Concord at Mount Yona, and she walks in, and she sees Bart. Bart's story is a little bit different. Bart had a hard outer shell, but through time and building trust with him and sharing the gospel, he accepted Christ as well. And when Michelle walked into Concord at Mount Yona and saw Bart, they were staring at each other. Bart said, Michelle? And Michelle said, Bart? The truth is, is that years ago, Michelle owned a bar, and Bart would frequent that bar. And they knew each other through that. But it was so cool to see Bart being able to say, Michelle, that's not who I am anymore. Jesus changed my life. Jesus filled the hole in my heart. And Michelle got to share as well about her recent 
accepting of the gift of Jesus. That's what can happen this Christmas season. That's what the Lord offers to each one of us, the gift of eternal life. Now, the next portion of our service, we're actually going to do the Lord's Supper. And the Scripture tells us to reflect on our hearts. In fact, in 1 Corinthians 11, it says, Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. So the Lord's Supper is for us to reflect on God's goodness by sending His Son to die for our sins. We partake of the bread, which represents the body, and the juice, which represents the blood. So for a moment, we're going to have a time of reflection and pray together. So let's bow our heads and close our eyes.